0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And that means it is time to preview this week four matchup between the 2-1 and Tennessee Titans and the 0-3 New York Jets. Now, I know what you're thinking. The Titans are are heavy favorites in this game. The Jets are one of the worst teams, if not the worst team in the NFL, so it should be an easy win, but I am here to tell you that is not the case, and this is the quintessential trap game for the Titans, which means they are going to have to play very well To come out victorious in this game. And to come out victorious, they're going to need to follow a few keys to victory, which I am ready to share with you guys. We are going to start with my big picture keys to victory. I got two on offense, two on defense. The Titans have to follow these suggestions if they want to beat the Jets. Then we are going to zoom in, look at the individual matchups and the individual battles in this game. Again, I have two for you on offense. Two for you on defense, and I have a few key players that I want to point out that may be off the beaten path that I think will play a big role In This game and then finally we will cap off this football Friday game preview having a little bit of fun I'm gonna give you guys my game and score prediction But we are also gonna talk the gambling aspect of this game and keeping it plus 100 We are also gonna talk the fantasy aspect of this game and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy And we will also take a look at what is going on within the AFC South this weekend so everything You need to know heading into a week four matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the New York Jets on this football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, I am ready to do a deep dive into this week 4 matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the New York Jets. Before we get into that, I gotta thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Remember, I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content on the Locked On Titans podcast, not only during the regular season, but all year long. Make sure that you never miss an episode of the number one tennessee titans podcast in the world by subscribing on whatever podcast platform you stream subscribe to the locked on titans youtube page smash that notification bell so you know when my content goes live check me out on twitter at tic tac titans for all my film analysis check out the show page on facebook at locked on Titans pod as well. And since it is a Friday, I'll ask for a special request. Go ahead and throw in a five star review on Apple Podcasts. If you are new, I would greatly appreciate it. But let's dive into this matchup. And I have two keys to victory two on offense and then two on defense for the Titans. We will start on the defensive side of the ball, and it's simple. You have to make rookie quarterback Zach Wilson uncomfortable. He has made a ton of mistakes through three weeks when he has been uncomfortable in the pocket, which has been basically the entire time. The Jets are tied for the worst sack rate in the NFL. They have given up 15 sacks. They have the most interceptions in the NFL with seven interceptions. And what you need to do in this scenario to confuse Zach Wilson and to make him uncomfortable, of course, You got to get pressure on Zach Wilson, but what will the Titans do in the back end? Well, it's my opinion after watching the jets on tape and obviously watching the Titans over and over throughout the beginning of the season, the Titans need to play man coverage on early downs and third and short situations. So, Zach Wilson, when he has had success this year, it's within from the line of scrimmage to 10 yards deep. So he likes to throw the ball short. He likes to go in that short to intermediate area. He is 35 of 50 with 262 yards and no interceptions, throwing the ball from the line of scrimmage to 10 yards. So he likes to keep it short. That's where he's most comfortable. How do you stop that short passing attack? You use man coverage. Disrupt the timing of the routes. Don't give them anything easy underneath Underneath zone defenders. Play that man coverage on early downs on first and second and third and short. But when you get those second and long situations, you get those third and long situations, you want to bring a zone blitz. So you want to confuse the quarterback, which is what the Titans like to do. Already, disguise coverages. Get six guys up on the line of scrimmage. You're blitzing off the slot cornerback position. You're blitzing a safety, a linebacker up the middle. You're dropping Harold Landry into coverage. You're dropping David Long and Jayon Brown back into coverage after being up on the line of scrimmage. Confuse Zach Wilson, and in those third and long situations, he's going to try to pick up those first downs, and that is when you capitalize on throws that are 10 yards or more deep Zach Wilson has thrown all seven of his interceptions. Six interceptions from 10 yards to 20 yards. One interception from 20 yards and further. So get the Jets in third and long, second and long situations. Get pressure on Zach Wilson. Make him uncomfortable and he will give you the ball. Also on defense, to make Zach Wilson uncomfortable, the Titans just need to dominate up front. The Jets have a bad offensive line. George Fant at left tackle, the rookie Elijah Vera Tucker at left guard, Connor McGovern at center, Greg Van Roten at right guard, Morgan Moses at right tackle. One of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. They have zero run game. They're 29th in the NFL with only 80 rushing yards per game. The Titans are the 12th best run defense in the NFL, allowing an even 100 yards per game right now. I think this needs to be much closer to that 80 number. Do not let the Jets get the ground game going with a terrible offensive line. One way to do that, I think the Titans need to use five-man fronts. We talk about five-man fronts. That's having five guys on the line of scrimmage. Think about a base three-four defense. The Titans have been running a lot of four-man fronts throughout the beginning of the year where they only have four guys on the line of scrimmage, but I think in this scenario, because of what the Jets do on offense, so the Jets offensive coordinator is Mike LaFleur. That's Matt LaFleur's brother, Matt LaFleur, of course, who was the Titans offensive coordinator and then now the Green Bay Packers coach. He runs that same outside zone stretch scheme like we see the Titans run. Of course, there are different wrinkles with different coaches, but the basis is the same. And one way that the Titans really get taken advantage of is when teams bring backside pressure and they load up the line of scrimmage and they bring pressure off both of the edges. Because think about that strip sack from Chandler Jones on Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill did the bootleg off the play action. And because there was backside pressure, the quarterback was screwed. Well, the Titans need to focus on doing that against the Jets as well. And that will, again, make Zach Wilson uncomfortable by dominating up front. That's my two keys to victory for the Titans on defense. Then on the offensive side of the ball, the Jets' defense is very overly aggressive. They fly all over the place. At the second level, their linebackers, their safeties, their slot cornerbacks. You have to take advantage of that over aggressiveness by using delayed handoffs, misdirection handoffs. Think about the big touchdown run for Derrick Henry in week two, the 60 yarder. Ryan Tannehill starts like he's going to go to the left and then he switches to the right and gives the ball to Derrick Henry there. That's a misdirection run. The Titans have to do things like that. Not only that, they need to do counter runs, they need to do screens. I know the Titans aren't very good at screens, but they have to utilize screens this week, draws to the running back, uh, play-action boots as well, and they should be even more effective because the Jets only use four-man fronts. We've seen success from other teams against the Titans when they use five, six men on the line of scrimmage. The Jets have basically exclusively used four-man fronts on the defensive line, and that has allowed uh, teams to have success in the ground game against them that I don't understand why they aren't adjusting and going with more five, six men on the line of scrimmage when teams line up in multiple tight end packages, but either way, they're not going to do that. That's what head coach, Robert Sala, who is a defensive mind and the defensive coordinator. He is not going to do that. I guess he's just going to keep going with four man fronts. Will the Jets, Put five men on the line of scrimmage, which would be a tendency breaker for them through three weeks to deal with the Titans. We will see. But either way, the the Jets' defense's second level is over-aggressive. They're flying all over the place. You have to take advantage of that over-aggressiveness with delayed plays like delayed handoffs, misdirections, counters, screens, draws, and play-action boots. Those plays are going to work very effectively for the Titans this week. And one thing I want to see, do you guys remember? Week two or week three, I can't remember the exact week, from last year, 2020, Ryan Tannehill, play action, bootleg, and then he throws it all the way back across the field to Johnu Smith going down the sideline. That is called a tight end throwback. I want to see that from the Titans this week. Anthony Ferkser is back. Michael Pruitt is also a good uh, uh, option for this type of play. But the Titans do a bootleg, have Ryan Tannehill roll back and have the tight end sneak out to the other side of the field and go down the sideline. Watch for that play this week. The last key to victory for the Titans offense, kind of hand in hand with what I was saying, use heavy tight ends. And it's good that the Titans will be getting Anthony Ferkser back this week. They'll have a full complement of four tight ends with Hudson, Pruitt, Swaim, and Ferkser. And I think it'll be a heavy tight end week. Like I said, the Jets defense is running exclusively four-man fronts. So line up with three tight ends and blow those four men off the ball. Allow Derrick Henry a free release into the second level, and that's where he does all of his work. So the Titans have to run the ball this week with all the injuries at wide receiver, and the Jets are going to make it easier on them if they stay with their four-man fronts that they have been showing throughout the season. Watch for how many guys are on the line of scrimmage for the Jets, and that'll tell you a lot about what the Titans will be doing in the game but that's gonna do it for my keys to victory from a big picture standpoint we are gonna zoom in talk about the individual matchups and the individual battles that I think will decide this game before we do gotta tell you guys about the get upside app Titans fans there's an incredible app that everyone who buys gas has to know about it's called get upside my listeners are making up to 25 cents Every gallon of gas every time they fill up, just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. And when you do, use promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents off per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to $0.50 cents per gallon cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app for free. Use that promo code Touchdown and get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars. Every single month in cashback. And the best part, there's no catch. The cashback is added right to your account. You can cash out at any time directly to your bank account, your PayPal, or an e-gift card like for Amazon, for instance. Just download the free get upside app. Use that promo code Touchdown to get up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code Touchdown on the free get upside app. fans, let's dive right back in to this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about my big picture keys to victory for the Titans, dominate up front against a bad offensive line, make Zach Wilson uncomfortable, and that'll turn into good things on offense use delays, misdirections, counters, screens, all of these timing-related plays to capitalize on the over-aggressive second level of the Jets' defense and then go heavy tight end to run the ball and see if the Jets will stay with their tendency of only leaving four men on the line of scrimmage. But as for these individual battles, we are going to start on the offensive side of the ball. And for me, it's the Titans' interior offensive line against the interior defensive line of the New York Jets. So in yesterday's crossover Thursday, uh, John uh, Butchko talked about how the talent on the Jets' defense is their their defensive line. You have Futakasi as the nose tackle. You have Quentin Williams, who's an absolute stud. And then you have Jonathan Franklin Myers, who's also a very physical guy, who I saw pushing around offensive linemen all over the place. Those guys cannot disrupt the run game for the Titans. They cannot... Push the interior of the pocket on Ryan Tannehill and force him outside. That is not what the Titans need to happen. Do not let the only talent that the only really talented group that the Jets have on their team, the interior defensive line, do not let that one talented group wreck your game plan. So the Titans need to do a great job there. Also, Derrick Henry against CJ Mosley. Just like last week, Darius Leonard against Derrick Henry, and we saw Derrick Henry basically run Darius Leonard over with a truck stick. So who's going to win that matchup? C.J. Mosley leads the Jets with 24 tackles. He is going to be flying all over the place. He absolutely demolished a Broncos running back at the goal line last week, a clip that I posted on my Twitter, at Titans. He's an excellent player. He's a Pro Bowl-level player. He's got great speed, good physicality. Derrick Henry is going to have to watch out for C.J. Mosley, and Derrick Henry is going to have to win that battle. Now, I want to give you guys a little bit of a bonus here. You could say it's the running backs against C.J. Mosley because Jeremy McNichols is going to have a big game. You heard it here first. Jeremy McNichols is going to have a big game. One, the Titans are going to need to run the ball a lot, and... They're going to have to spell Derrick Henry. So that means Jeremy McNichols is going to get some handoffs. He's going to get some carries. Also, these things I talk about, draws, talk about delayed handoffs, screens, not only to wide receivers and tight ends, but to running backs. Quick dump-offs in front of the Jets' zone defense, like we saw last week. We saw Jeremy McNichols score a touchdown on that last week. Jeremy McNichols is going to have a good game, and he's going to have to for the Titans to win. So the running backs versus C.J. Mosley, the interior offensive line against the interior defensive line, the talented interior defensive line of the New York Jets. Mike Vrabel even said this week this might be the most talented defensive front that they face all year. And while I think that's a little bit hyperbolic from Mike Vrabel, I do think that that is the most talent that the Jets have on the team. So that's the matchups on offense. On defense, Janoris, Jack Rabbit Jenkins, I guess the Janoris we can just get rid of. But Jack Rabbit Jenkins against Corey Davis. Yeah, Elijah Moore is a good rookie, alright? I'm with you there. Braxton Berrios, he's like a Dollar General Adam Humphreys. But Corey Davis, Corey Davis is a talented NFL wide receiver. We know that. We know that. Do not let their one ultra-talented offensive player beat you all game. So put Jackrabbit on him. He can deal with the physicality of Corey Davis. Corey Davis only has 12 catches, 146 yards, and two touchdowns this year, though. Not worth the money. Just like I said in February, in March, and all of Titans Twitter was yelling at me, we got to pay who we got to pay Corey. <laughs> Give me a break. Both of those dudes have been major disappointments for their teams. And even though they're decent players, they're nowhere near $12 million a year in average pay. Get out of town. Both of them have dropped passes that turned into interceptions this year already. Oh, give me a break. That was hilarious. But anyways, Corey Davis still has the ability to, to make plays for the Jets. And you can't let him do that. I put Jackrabbit Jenkins on him. The Titans probably aren't going to follow receivers across the field. They're just going to play their side like they normally do. But I certainly hope to get Jackrabbit Jenkins and let him use his physicality and his craft against Corey Davis throughout most of the game and then allow Christian Fulton to match up with the speed of Elijah Moore or whoever it is that the Jets want to put out there. They do not have a talented team. The Titans should win this game, but remember, I think it is a trap game. And uh, also the next matchup for the Titans defense, the Titans interior defensive line against the interior offensive line of the New York Jets. So Greg Van Roten, 15 pressures allowed already this year. Elijah Vera Tucker, the rookie 12 pressures allowed already this year. Center Connor McGovern, four pressures allowed this year. So Quick math on that, that's 31 pressures allowed by the interior three guys of the Jets. Jeffrey Simmons, Tyer Tart, Danico Autry have been doing a great job early getting pressure, disruptive in the run game. They have to have their best game of the year. To win this game. So, those are my individual matchups to watch. We talked about my big picture team takeaways. Now, we are going to have a little bit of fun. I'm going to give you my game and score prediction. We're going to talk about the fantasy aspect of this game, the gambling aspect of this game, and also take a look at what the Titans division rivals in the AFC South have going on this game. Football Weekend. Before we get into that though, do I have to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars ever and they come from our friends over at BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar is celebrating the freedom of choice and they have up to 12 delicious flavors on their website at all times for you to choose from. All the bars are delicious and they're covered in 100% chocolate, but it's not just the taste The bars are healthy for you as well. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great as a healthy meal substitute or a guilt-free snack. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Titans fans, we are going to get into our miscellaneous segment here in our game preview, talking predictions, fantasy, gambling, and much more. And speaking of gambling, if you are going to gamble on a few games this weekend, make sure you head to betonline.ag, but also make sure that you listen to the Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You get daily picks. Upset Specials, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Check out the Locked on Bets podcast presented by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm going to change up the order of what I've been doing for a few years. We are going to start with my game and score prediction. So I called this a trap game. There's a lot of injuries on both sides. A.J. Brown's not going to play in this game. Julio Jones, not going to play in this game. The Titans are going to be really, really soft at wide receiver. They're not going to have a lot of talent there. Yeah, Josh Reynolds, but... We haven't seen much from him. Marcus Johnson is back, but he's been out for three weeks. Chester Rogers, hey, he's good, but he also let a ball go off his shoulder pads for an interception last week. Nick westbrook Aquina is, is pretty solid as a depth guy, but he also did get stripped within the 10-yard line last week for a big turnover. So, let's be honest with ourselves. If the Titans don't have Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, that's an absolutely awful wide receiver group. And the Titans need to, need to be... I guess cognizant of that. They need to make sure that they're running the ball, putting themselves in good situations, not putting too much on the shoulders of these pass catchers to make plays. But also on the flip side, the Jets have a ton of injuries in their secondary. Both their starting safeties are now injured. One of them being Marcus May, who is pretty much the Jets' best player. He's all over the tape. The Jets use him like they used a former Jet, Jamal Adams. He's up on the line of scrimmage, up at the second level. He's blitzing. He's coming off the edge. He's dropping back into coverage. He's playing deep safety. He's playing strong safety. He's doing everything for them, and now he's going to be gone. So I'm going to consider that a complete wash quite frankly, and if the Titans don't have their threats outside in A.J. and Julio, it kind of changes the way that you fear this offense, and it places much more of an onus on the Titans to run the ball. But again, that goes with what the Jets do best. Their talent is on the interior defensive line, and they've been pretty decent at stopping the run. So the, the Titans should win this game because I think the Titans' defense is, should dominate the Jets' offense. I know that's crazy to say, but that's where we are. The Titans' offense, however, I don't think is going to dominate the Jets' defense. I think the Jets' defense is actually pretty solid. So for my money, I do have the Titans winning this game, but I think it's going to be very close. And if the Titans end up losing this game, I'm not going to be freaking out because uh, it feels like the quintessential trap game. So I'm telling you guys, do not expect a blowout. Do not expect the Titans to win by double digits. This is going to be close. This is going to be a tight game, and if the Titans have a couple turnovers like they have throughout the season so far, things could get bad for the Titans early on. So... I do have the Titans winning 27-24, to but I think this game is going to be a lot closer than the general consensus. So that's my prediction. Titans 27, Jets 24. Let's get into the gambling aspect of this game. And right now, the Titans are seven-point favorites. So as you can obviously tell, I would not take that line. Giving up a touchdown seems like a little bit too much right now. If you feel confident that the Titans are going to win the game, though, it's a great opportunity to do a teaser. Tease the Titans down to pick them so that the Titans just have to win the game, get the seven points there. The over-under in this game is 44, and that's tough because with the seven, I my score is 27-24. That would be 51. You'd be pushing on that. So I would probably tease the 34 down to 37. And go over on that. I know that's a bit risky too. If it were me, I would probably just stay away from this game in general. But if you are inclined to make a bet on betonline.ag, I would tease the Titans down to 7. I would tease the over-under down to 33. And I would rock with that as my teaser. But overall, not touching this game. It's going to be a close one, guys. I promise you that. Then, the fantasy aspect. For me, looking at my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview, I'm going with Anthony Ferkser. I think with the lack of wide receiver talent, the Titans are going to go heavy tight ends, as I talked about, which means there are going to be great opportunities for tight end screens, short passes, things like that to Ferkser. He's basically a big wide receiver for the Titans, and they're going to need that more than ever. Jeremy McNichols. I've been banging this drum all episode, guys. If you want a super cheap flex option to totally stack your daily fantasy lineup, Go with Jeremy McNichols. I am not telling you to use Jeremy McNichols in in season long fantasy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying daily fantasy. You want a real dart throw so you can stack out your lineup with more expensive options. Throw Jeremy McNichols in your flex. I swear on anything, he's going to have a a decent fantasy game. And then Derrick Henry, of course, you got to put Derrick Henry out there. Whether if you want to use Jeremy McNichols, also use Derrick Henry to have an expensive option in your daily fantasy lineup. For my money, though, if it's season long, I'm only playing Derrick Henry in this game. The Jets actually do a great job against quarterbacks. Where they struggle when fantasy points allowed is the running back spot. So that's where I would attack. And Anthony as a as a cheap dart throw as well. If you're streaming tight ends in your season long, look at that staying away from Henry, or I'm staying away from Tannehill, staying away from any of the Titans wide receivers, but I am not going to stay away from the Titans defense because if things go well for the Titans and they follow my keys to victory, they should get a couple of turnovers or at least limit the scoring for the Jets. So that's how I would handle the fantasy side. As for what's going on in the AFC South, a little... AFC South preview, Uh, by the time that you listen to this, especially the podcast crowd, the game might be over, but the Jaguars travel to play on Thursday night football against the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are seven and a half point favorites in this game, but again, I think it's going to be a close one. Quite honestly, I think there's a good chance that the Jaguars win this game. Guys, it's just how the NFL works. Urban Meyer revenge game back in the state of Ohio, but I guess... Also, Joe Burrow revenge game against Urban Meyer for going with other quarterbacks while he was at Ohio State. But either way, I think this is a close game, a tight football game. I would take the Jags with the points, but the Jags can get a win. Who really cares when it comes to the division standings? The Houston Texans will travel to Buffalo and play the Bills. The Bills are 16 and a half point favorites. My lord. I would tease the Texans up to 22, 23, 24 points, whatever teaser lines you can get there, whether it be 6, 7, 10, whatever. I would tease the Texans up and take that. That's a a crazy amount of points, even if I do think that the Bills win that game pretty easily. And then the Colts travel to Miami to play the Dolphins. The Dolphins are two-point favorites in this game. The Colts have so many injuries. It's pretty crazy. I initially looked at this game, and I said, I think the Colts win this game for sure. but. With all the injuries to the Colts, especially on the offensive line, the better quarterback in Miami and Jacoby Brissett playing in this game, I think the Dolphins will find a way to send the Colts to 0-4. But that's going to do it, folks. The Titans trap game is here. They're going to need to make sure they stay on their P's and Q's with all the injuries on both sides to make sure that they come out victorious in a game that they should win. But I will be here to break down everything that takes place for you guys on Sunday night for a game recap. Make sure that you subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. Subscribe to the Locked on Titans YouTube page as well. Thank you so much for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.